Hello, this is Marissa Schaefer from Dancewell Podcast, and today we have our fourth episode in a series on recovering from injury. On this episode, I'll be joined by dancer Hope Boykin. Hope Boykin, educator, creator, mover, and motivator, was born and raised in Durham, North Carolina. Hope was an original member of Complexions and joined Philodanko, where she received the acclaimed Bessie, a New York Dance and Performance Award. Currently, a 19-year member of the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater, she continues to create and is also a 2018-2019 Urban Bushwomen Choreographic Center Fellowship candidate. She has choreographed for numerous dance companies, including Philodanko, Minnesota Dance Theater, and Dallas Black Dance Theater. In 2016, Hope presented her third work of choreography for the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater called Our Evolution Dream, and most recently in 2018 for Demo, commissioned by Damian Wotzel at the Kennedy Center. Hope had the honor to choreograph, write, and perform with New York City Ballet principal dancer Lauren Lovett. I had the pleasure to speak with Hope before she left to go back on tour with Ailey about her recent journey to recovery from an ankle injury. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> so... So here we go. Hey. A conversation with friends. Okay, I love it. Okay, Hope, thanks for joining me. Thank you very much. So I I want to start by thanking you prophylactically, since that's our <laughs> word, <laughs> for sharing this with us. Sure. Um, because I know the process of injury and recovering from injury is not always easy. Um, so we value, you know, your experience and hearing about it. Um so I wanted to open up by just having you talk about your most recent injury um, and you know what led you to decide to get surgery and start this healing process that we've gone on together. Hmm. <clears throat> well, in September, the company was traveling in uh, Switzerland, and mm-hmm. I felt a very uncomfortable pain in my ankle. It went away. It came back a couple of times. It went away. I cried because I couldn't understand it. Mm-hmm. Why am I being punished? I'm just trying to get through. Right. Who was, you know, what did I do? And then um, we had some time off in October. It still would give me pain at random, like I'd be on a date waiting for a table, and I couldn't walk to the table. I would do a, a turn, and my ankle would get locked. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was affecting all parts of me. But because it wasn't in the studio all the time, because we'd had that time off after the trip to Europe, I just said, oh, it was, it's going to get better. So I was very conscious about spending a lot of time with it. I was babying it. I was warming up. I was doing so much, trying to articulate, make sure my ankle was moving in line, doing all the things I felt like I needed to do. And then rehearsals began again um, in preparation for the city center season that Ailey <clears throat> does, five weeks. And I taped my ankle every night. You taped my ankle. We figured out what best tape. I used more makeup because, you know, tape is not my color. So I used more makeup probably than I've ever used on my face, Mm -hmm. on my ankle in those three weeks. And the first weekend, um, we did a new work, and it was uh, a premiere. And so with that, the day of the premiere, you do the work twice, mm-hmm. and then you do the premiere, and then we perform that that work, that hour-long ballet. We performed Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday. So honestly, that was five runs, you know, runs yeah. of, of an hour-long work, plus revelations and all the other things that go into 
and all the other things that go into, um, sorry, sure. all the other things that go into performances, right. um, taking class and other rehearsals. Got to the second weekend, still feeling unsure, had another work that was equally as difficult and taxing, uh, Jawale Willow Josolar Shelter. Mm -hmm. And ironically, that was Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night. Right. So heavy weekend. heavy weekend. And that costume was fully, um, uh, I had my legs out. I wore shorts. I'm the only one in the cast that has shorts on. So here I am doing a full like ankle boot right. type tape. Mm -hmm. And that was another thing that made me feel like, okay, am I going? To, am I really going to do this the rest of the weekend? You know, the rest of the seasons, mm -hmm. because I only think it was like the second weekend. So I had three weekends left and eight performances a week. Um, even if I wasn't completely cast in everything, I still had to be there. And it was more and more frustrating. Rehearsals would go well, the breakdown would happen. Right. And so I had to really stop and look at everything. And I ended up speaking to you, to our uh, lead physical therapist, um, and then to, to Dr. Rose. And I called him into my dressing room because it wasn't a conversation I wanted to have in front of anyone. Right. And I said, said, listen, this is I can't continue to do this. Um, what should we do? And we made a plan to get through the season and take care of it in January. Well, during the third week, I didn't make it. Uh, we opened up on Wednesday night um, of the third week. On Thursday night, I had to be replaced mid-piece. Mid yeah. um, and that was the last time I performed. And it was probably the, the one of the most difficult times I felt because I couldn't control it. Right. I couldn't tell when it would happen. I called it unbearable unpredictability because you just didn't know. And um, it really played uh, havoc on my spirit. Yeah. Because it wasn't something that I knew, oh, I can't go to my knees. Oh, I can't, you know, when I, when I had sh uh, shoulder surgery, oh, mm -hmm. I know I shouldn't fling my arms back. Right. I could make adjustments. This one, I could just walk from the stage to the elevator and the ankle go out. And I remember you coming off the stage having just done a full ballet and then you took a step and couldn't do the bows. Couldn't do the bows. So it was, again. Yeah, I mean, there was one night after, during Revelations mm -hmm. where my, we were taking our bows and the men on either side, because we stand man, woman, man, woman, right. both men basically carried me down, holding my arms, you know, and I'm smiling and my tears, you know, are, Coming down. I mean, just, it was just not something that I'd wish on someone I loathed. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have, no. you know, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't really believe in that, but I'm just right. saying it was just a, 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 a frustration. And then knowing that we put that performance mask on, right. it's not okay. No. Yeah. So then whose decision was it to <clears throat> go ahead with surgery early? How did that happen? I just knew that it was no point in trying to fix it. And so mm -hmm. if we started then, then let me do the conservative timeline and then let's do the hope timeline. Right. You know, um, it was like nine to 11 weeks was, let's see what happens. Okay, well, I'll, you know, I'll push for six because 10 years ago I came back in three and a half weeks with my right. knee. And, you know, six years ago I came back, you know, the company was away. So I wasn't, 
I hadn't missed anything. Right. Like the company was touring internationally, so I didn't see them. Right. And I was at home for some of the summer, and then they came back, and I was back. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't. I didn't feel like I didn't feel the loss. Right. But, but this is this it was, was different. different. It was different because it was at home. It was in the middle of something. Mm-hmm. I've never not finished anything. Right. That double negative thing. But you know what I mean. Yeah. I haven't haven't ever experienced incompletion in that way. Right. And then that trickles on into a, a beginning. You know, and in, in anyone's tenure in a, in a job, the seasons add up and you start to say, okay, I won't be doing this too much longer. Right. But I didn't want someone else or an ankle or a loose to body dictate to dictate. Right, exactly. Absolutely. So 19 years, I was like, oh, you, you're trying to tell me? No, I, I wasn't accepting that. Right. Right. Um, so was there a moment that that turned around for you? or? Well, I knew that I... I knew immediately that I couldn't finish this way. I mean, you know, every year you get to the end of your, um, every year I get to the, close to the end of the year, and I think, am I ready to stop? Mm-hmm. And there's usually some, some nudge, some sign that, that it's bigger than I am, mm-hmm. so maybe I should keep going. I may not be in the rep that I would like to be in. I may not I pick up as quickly as I used to do. I may not be the flavor of the month, but there's a reason that I'm here. Mm-hmm. Am I here because, you know, I'm uh, linking young new dancers to right. old rep? Am I passing on some good information? Whatever the reason is, I feel like I was called to stay. And um, this particular time, it was no question that I wasn't going to stay another year. I mean, you know, if I wake up tomorrow, great. That's my intention. Tomorrow right. was not promised. Right. But in my mind, I have to to complete City Center, mm-hmm. and I want to walk off the stage, mm-hmm. you know, on, on my terms. On terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So you had surgery in the middle of city center season well it was the company was still dancing still dancing it was on the end it was the end of the month yeah and we went right into the it was like i guess midweek of the last week of yeah. december yeah. and they continued to perform right and um none of them knew that i had had surgery that's what i was gonna ask yeah i didn't even i mean what was there to do they still had to to do it to dance why bog them down with my my thing was there like a part of you that didn't want to share for other reasons or was it mostly out of the courtesy of um well once you uh get to your 10th year in the Mm -hmm. company we get to get get a i mean we're not just getting a vacation at 10 years but we get a, a week's vacation away from tour right and i feel like often when i would go to the beach or i would go visit someone it was rude to post and do be super right. social when i was on my week's vacation and yeah. everyone was still working yeah i felt a little bit of that mm-hmm. during that time mm-hmm. but i also felt like um I didn't necessarily, I was being a little bit more selfish. I wasn't trying to celebrate their bodies. Right. I just needed to be in my own little pity party for that moment. Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of things I wish I hadn't done during that time. I mean, not the sharing, but I was completely um, self-indulgent. I did not move. Mm-hmm. I, I pitied myself. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, like I, I would get up and shower, and then I would go into my little cave on the couch watching endless you know news or mrs (laughs) mazel or msnbc and playing candy crush you know like 
like nothing. I, w- I was always out of the house. One thing about me yeah. is that whenever um, to pretend like I'm not sad about something, mm-hmm. I always shower and then I make appointments. So I'll mm-hmm. go to my appointments. I came to therapy. I saw you. I was always at the doctor. But in those other times, I was in a cave. Mm-hmm. And I just shut it down. And you wish you had not done that? Yeah. But don't you think that was, was that part of your process? Um, I feel like I could have been more active mm-hmm. sooner. I feel like I could have gotten my spirits back mm-hmm. a little sooner. Uh, I, but it didn't take as long. But, you know, but um, I still could see those weeks, you know. I could see that that weird time, the always calling out for food, never, you right, know, never going out, never going out um, not even cooking for myself, just mm-hmm. being the ultimate lazy uh pitiful person for a moment but right. a moment is too long you know um it was just too long for me to to go through that what um what pulled you out of that um <clears throat> the minute i got my uh prescription for pt at low uh-huh. impact uh-huh. my phone started ringing oh yeah. well here you're home could you come and guide this could you come talk to these students could you choreograph this opening there's a student who needs a solo could you come do this and I checked I was like can I do that yeah do that work you know and I checked with you the other physical therapies physical therapists and I checked with the powers that be you know at Ailey to say is that weird is that okay and then um well yeah you're not performing are you I said no so well how will you get the movement out well I'll have an assistant they Mm -hmm. said oh we don't see anything wrong with it by the way can you do a thing for us right Okay, so then my spirit started to refocus on once again uh, the larger calling. Right. What is my purpose? It's right. you know at this moment, if I run into um, a young woman while I'm on the bicycle in in the physical therapy room at the Ailey School, mm-hmm. and there's a woman who um, asks me a question and I'm able to answer it, and mm-hmm. then my answer brings a tear to her eye because it feels like she's made progress in one answer. If I'm supposed to have had surgery for that one person, I'm okay with that. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's bringing meaning back to your life. It's bringing, Mm -hmm. you know, a sense of identity back to your life that it sounds like if I might, you know, put this on what you were saying before you, (coughs) it was taken away from you when you were at home. Yes. Um, which is incredible. Or I gave away. You gave away. Can you can you describe the difference? Well, um, because I, again, that's me realizing that everything has a purpose. Mm-hmm. There's a reason behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a song, you know, we used to sing in church or um, something like "Order Order My Steps, Lord." Right. You know, and I know that I don't even have to ask that question because they are ordered. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. this, it's not an accident that you are planted in both of my. Uh, um, areas of recovery, right? Not just at you know at Ailey, but also in my other rehab, my 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 workers' comp prescribed rehabilitation center. Right. Do you know what I mean? And I there you are. Yeah. So there's this not an accident that you, that you're able to come into the studio with me, mm-hmm. and you've seen the repertory that I have to do. Like none of that is by chance. Right. And so I gave my power away. A little bit it wasn't taken because in my weakness which is which was my weakness in my pain and my weakness mm-hmm. um, I was giving up a little bit right but then I 
you know, I was already mounted higher than I realized. Right, exactly, because you would put back, you'd put out into the universe for mm-hmm. so much. And mm-hmm. Once you, once it was made known that you were out there, everyone started reaching. Yeah, it was cr- kind of crazy, and I had just enough for them. Right. I mean, I really didn't want for anything. No. I didn't. I I slept well. Um, I had a social life. Mm-hmm. I I have a social life, I should say. I, you know, can map things out through the day. Everything seemed to fit. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. every every project I said, well, here are my physical therapy times. Right. Okay, well, we'll sure, we can it. work around that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Who says that? Right. And if from, I, you know, I've only known you for a couple of months, mm-hmm. but it sounds like you've, you have had a whole bunch of new experiences for you, too. So there's been a lot of growth. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Pinch pull, pinch pull, pinch pull, which is like, like, like metaphorically, it's like, you know, that little nudge, that right. little reminder right. is constantly pushing and pulling me up higher. It's not a, it's not a, um, a, a pinch and reprimand. Right. It's like, up. Oh, remember, you're good enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember, you can mm-hmm. remember, you can. And then it's pulling me up constantly, which exactly. I, I stole that from Sarah. But I, I do. Yeah. If you're listening, Sarah Nolan. <laughs> With all those letters behind your name, <laughs> uh, pinch pole, pinch pole. Um, let's see. Were you glad? So okay. <coughs> Timeline wise, we had sur- you had surgery, the company went on break, and then the company left, and you've been here. Um, are you glad that you've had your own space to recover? Um, what would it have been like to recover within the group? Would that have even been possible? Um, I don't think I would be as strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I put my foot down with, like, I actually said I need longer to mm-hmm. the doctor um, because I don't want to go out and not be able to do the work that I want to do. Right. So in my time... Um, I mean, I feel like you can always work harder. I could always right. say, oh, right. let me do a little bit more. However, um, in my time working by myself, I know what I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm surrounded by those other bodies and the, the, that other energy that I'm sure is aching because of just repetition and right. being out there on the road, I, I want to be able to step in without, um, honestly, without them having to see oh, she's back, but she's not at 100. Right. Because honestly, what's the point in me going back if I'm not, if I'm not able to dance? Now, maybe right. there are things I shouldn't do right away, um, but I feel like I'm just going to, I just have to build a new muscle, and that muscle is courage and a strength muscle and, um, you know, keep working on the purpose because it's right. bigger than I am. Right. Um, and you're lucky to have people who will help guide you. On both ends. Um, something that I think is somewhat easy for us to at least predict, if not see, as physical therapists, is that recovery is not linear. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, you know, we knew you were ready to take part of ballet bar and go back, but that hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, did, I wasn't ready in my head. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So there's two different, there's a right. whole bunch of different kinds of ready. Exactly. Right? Um, so I'm kind of wondering, and, and then, right, then we started running rep, and, um, you know, you might have been ready to do the fierce mark of the rep, but mm-hmm. then that's painful too. And, like, you know, every every 
level you can progress to, there's going to be a little bit of a setback. And we, again, as physical therapists, know to expect that, but I'm kind of wondering what that experience was like for you. Um, I think I... I think you'd actually put it to me very clearly that the area of growth and strength around the um, the injured well uh, we can't call it injury the the rehabilitating area right. of my of my ankle uh, was is growing and then because it because it's getting stronger we in, in, uh, enforce and impact more. Um, pressure on it and so then it feels like it's hurting again you know and even this past weekend I said now why is it hurting and I said oh it's raining maybe that's what it is oh maybe I didn't take this or should I have iced you know like all of these things when I hadn't actually danced that day or when I had just been walking somewhere so what what did I do what do I need to go back and recover with so I was frustrated and still frustrated when there's a twinge or um, or my right knee, which will start to ache when it has nothing to do with my left ankle. Right. It's the most annoying thing. Mm-hmm. But at least my focus isn't just on this one aspect now. So I'm really trying to um, to focus on the entire body. And I hope that makes sense and not just too yeah. rambly, yeah. because I do. It is frustrating, but I I can see myself doing the work. Yes. And that's the that's the big step forward. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then I wanted to go back to something else you had mentioned a second ago. You said that you are, you're a 100 percenter, essentially. Mm-hmm. You go back and you, you do the whole thing. I mean, okay, 98. Okay, sure, <laughs> <laughs> It'll always be 98 right, because you can always work harder. Right, right, right. But, um, but we had an interesting conversation a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about um, giving you an extra week and a half, two weeks, mm-hmm. you know, whatever we could buy before right. we sent you in. And in part that was because we thought that you needed more time. And also, like, I heard you say, mm-hmm. I'm going to go like, back 100%. 100%. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know, you know, I don't know if you're going to be able to go back and be that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we we chatted, mm-hmm. and then I went away and chatted to other people, and then I came back and we chatted again mm-hmm. about how you felt about that. And I'm kind of wondering what that conversation was like for you to hear that we thought you needed more time when I heard you also say, loud and clear, Mm -hmm. you know, that you, for you, you wanted to get back to what you loved. uh, And, you know, could you even go back earlier to kind of get emotionally ready? Yeah, a lot of times I think that we tell us, tell ourselves the thing that we know we should say. Mm -hmm. And uh, I knew that I needed, I for me, mm-hmm. I wanted to be ready. Right. I didn't want anyone else to tell me I wasn't ready. Right. Fair. So that was basically it. Fair. Okay, fine. I probably do need this extra time. Mm. But because I didn't say it, then I'm not in control anymore. Right, right, right. And there's that. The end, period. Okay. <laughs> I did not bring that up for you to no. say we're right. No, no, but, but but it wasn't about you being right. It was right. about me saying, wait a minute, you're telling me that I, you know, I'm feeling good. Right. I'm making progress. That's not enough. But it wasn't, but but I knew you were correct. Like it, it just didn't, I just didn't want to hear it, you know? Of course. 
You know, turn the music down when you're driving. Don't don't drive so fast when you just get your license. Right. You know, and then you scrape a car. Right. And then you're like, oh, I should have listened. I mean, that was random. We should edit that. But no, I I, actually don't think so because it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm remembering this, but mm -hmm, you get it. Yeah, I get it. Is there something like? I think this is this is a question more to satisfy myself than anything else. But like, is there something that we could have done? more for you to prepare you for that moment? I think if I had truly, mm, if I had taken better care of my body. Mm-hmm. So I did everything by the book. Yeah. I actually rewrote the book because I did more than what was called for. Right. Uh, if I had only done the physical therapy three times a week, I would not be ready. Right. No. No. I agree. Um, but five days a week for almost two months. Mm-hmm. And then once I started taking classes and doing those things and and working. But I really wish I had done more to prepare my body on my own. Mm-hmm. I often would wait until I got to therapy to work. Mm-hmm. And that was not enough. Yeah, I think it's sometimes, you know, in the, the dance medicine world, there's this debate. It's like, are you are dancers athletes or are dancers artists or are they both? And I think they're both. Yes. Um, and there's there's a lot to get you prepared for the five plus hours of rehearsal plus performance. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, you did work very hard. <laughs> I mean, there's there's, it's so easy to get out of shape after one week off. Certainly, yeah. You know, and you know what you did. You know you just got back from a tour or you just finished a season. And then you have a week off. Maybe you're somewhere teaching. Maybe you're, you know, at a yoga retreat. Maybe you people do all sorts of things. But once you get back into the studio, there's no doubt that you'll be, you won't be sore. Right. Because you're all of a sudden doing, like, I really don't anticipate being able to walk tomorrow. Right. From what we did today. Right. Um, so... If I should have, I really would like to have known that I couldn't walk last week instead of today. But it's fine because right. I made progress. You did make progress. Yes, we ran rep today. We went. We ran rep. And by we, I mean hope. me. <laughs> <laughs> I took notes. <laughs> yes. Um, but for me, also, it was incredible. You know, as we're getting to this, the end of your rehab and getting ready to send you back. You know, Hope and I started getting into the studio just what, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe this is the start of the third week of yeah. me being in the studio. Mm-hmm. And the difference between then and now um, is incredible. There's no fear about the... the th- I mean, things hurt, and sure. I think about them. Right. I'm like, oh, okay, let me redesign how I'm going to do that. But I'm not afraid to try it. Correct. You're not afraid. And I can also tell like, that you're an active participant in the PT and other things that you're that you're going to mm-hmm. right because I see so many things start to organize um, so and, and then you getting back into movement and then the fear of things starting to go away mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff coming together is certainly a joy to see um, so you- <coughs> no I do yeah I just I, I, I think if I'd started and I think if I had just started with the the idea that I had earlier and mm-hmm. not fallen into that pit of laziness, mm-hmm. 
then it would be different. Yeah. But it's it doesn't matter. No, because here because we are. Because here we are. Exactly. And that's the thing that I tell I tell my students all the time. Okay, so no matter what, you're here. Correct. Um, someone sent uh, me something. Um, they heard me. They heard me uh, in this interview I had done, and they sent my words back to me, and they said, um, "You have all you need because you're in the room." Yeah. And. I'm in the room, and I've been in the room. You have. So clearly, I have everything I need. Exactly. We just forget. I have forgotten. Right. You've been in the room mentally and physically. I think that's mm. an important distinction to make. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Mm. And I think also, <laughs> um, yeah, I just had an interview with uh, Kyle Post, so his his episode will have gone up already for now. And he, he brings up a point, which is like, we in the dance world, we're so hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and you keep saying, you know, I should have done more, I wish I had done more, but you've done so much. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's important for any of us to remember as we're recovering. Like, again, you've showed up in the room, you've brought yourself, mm-hmm. that is good. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. <laughs> for all that you've taught me, frankly. Um, okay, so we've talked about the physical, we've talked about physical parts of rehab. Like, what, what else outside of PT has been important for you? on this journey of getting back on tour to dance? <clears throat> well, someone asked me, um, and it was, maybe I had the boot on still, so maybe it was just a couple of weeks after mm-hmm. the surgery, what I wanted. Hmm. And I shared with them that I'd gone to this dance conference and I'd um, you know, met some young people and, and they, uh, had reminded me that that my uh, place in the dance world was significant, mm-hmm. and before hearing, before going to the conference and hearing that, mm-hmm. I said to uh, my friend that asked me, "Well, I'd like to be bigger than I am, mm-hmm. not for me, but for all the people who may need to hear my story, right. all the people who may need to see themselves um, through me," and. Uh, he reminded me of our conversation Um, and just the other day he said you know now I'm going to ask you this question again what do you want but Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you what I think you need and Mm -hmm. he said I need you to be as large as you are and so that's what I've been working toward Mm -hmm. not being afraid to be imperfect not being afraid to love wherever I am Mm -hmm. Every day I have to tell myself over again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, being upset because there's a bump on my face, but I remember when my acne was horrific, you know, like just trying to be grateful for where, for, for where I am. Yeah. And it and that's probably one of the hardest things. It's easy for me to talk about it to you. It's easy for me to tell a room full of young artists about this thing. I have so many opinions about self-worth Right. That I don't read. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I could write a novel, you know, encyclopedia maybe, um, about self-worth and the importance of reminding yourself. Um, um, another young friend of mine said once, you know, he's like, I don't understand why people say they took my self-esteem. Self-esteem is the esteem of yourself. And I'm <laughs> thinking, that's ridiculous. And I was like, no, it's not really ridiculous. That's, uh-huh. It's kind of right. So what is it that I need to, to do? And... He says, we came here to be great. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, and if he's starting to say that, and then when I'm when I see him, I think, all right, because we're here to be great. Right. Why be less than what right. we are? Right. I something is coming to mind, and and tell me if this is in the right vein. There, I also think of knowing something in theory versus in practice. Mm, right. right. Yeah. So I. I know I should be feeling a certain way, or I can say that I'm feeling a certain way, but to really embody that is a whole nother muscle and a whole nother thing. It is, and it's it's actually um, doing it right. so that you can end up believing it. Exactly, exactly. I'm having like all these flashbacks of these conversations with my mom. Marissa, you should do this. Mom. In theory, I know. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and in practice, I'm getting there. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Um, is there... as Again, as you're getting ready to go back, um, is there a place within this process where you wish you had more support in a particular re- realm? Yes. Period. <laughs> you didn't ask me to elaborate. You Please just elaborate. That was an open-ended question. It's supposed to be an open-ended question. Um, yes. Uh, but so that here's the issue, and I say this all the time. So Definitely. if anyone ever has heard me speak before, they've heard me say, right. um, we all want to be liked. Certainly. We just don't want to want to be liked. Right. We don't want to admit that we want to be liked. Right. Or that we need someone else's approval. And that's the part of maybe that supportiveness where you're being, someone's patting you on the back. But, you know, um, I actually had an interview with uh, my friend Leslie Odom Jr. Mm -hmm. And he said... But their pats on on my back will never be like my own, right? And that's the that's why I said yes. Essentially, I would love that kind of support, that mm-hmm. kind of approval, that mm-hmm. kind of it's okay. We trust you. We know, and I hear that I guess, but you don't always feel it, right? So, um, or it's almost like <clears throat> sometimes it needs to come at you in a certain way mm-hmm. in because, order for you to hear it. Because I am older. Mm-hmm. You know, I am the oldest company member. Mm-hmm. I am, I haven't been in the company the longest, but I am the oldest company member. Mm-hmm. And with that, I deal with my age. I deal with um, my ability. Uh, flexibility mm-hmm. has diminished. And, you know, imagine <clears throat> building up the strength in an ankle that, you know, is not pointing the, in a foot that doesn't work the way that it did. It's still right. strong, right. but it, it doesn't look the way that it looked. So if that's happening in my back, if that's happening in my neck, if that's happening you know, in my shoulders, mm-hmm. if that's happening in my brain, mm-hmm. then, then, and if I feel it, someone else can see it. Right. So then I feel pushed to the side. And it's another term I use often that I feel um, overlooked and underused. Mm. So that's the support I wish I had, where the, where the trust was there because 
someone knows that the weight of my work will stand for for its experience, yeah. the, the the longevity, you know, like like you want to be um, praised for your long suffering, right? But you're not supposed to be praised for your long suffering. You're just supposed to suffer long, and move <laughs> forward. <laughs> uh. Right. <laughs> I'm, but I'm kind of wondering as you're saying this because like there's I have such similar feelings like in in my day to day, and I I often wonder if this was just because I was a dancer and there are so many times where we are criticized and so few times that we are praised. Yes, it's also our faith too, old-fashioned, yeah. old-fashioned faith. Oh, just think of the positive, right. but the pain, <laughs> right. you know, we, we feel it. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Just, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll get through it. It's right. fine, but, you know... Uh, I really feel I probably sound like a crazy person because I believe in the weight of the work that I've done. Mm-hmm. I believe that in the suffering, and I mean that the, the most broad sense, that I have become the person that I am because of what I've gone through. Certainly, and I believe that too. Right, and I wouldn't necessarily... I would love to teach people how to go about their lives so they may not have to go down that road. The suffering part. The suffering part. They have to do their own, but you know, as an educator, you you tell, you give students information to stretch and warm up, so that then their aches and pains are minimal mm-hmm. if they do what you said. <clears throat> Mostly strengthening. Mostly strengthening. Yes, because stretch without strength is pointless. Right, thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Uh-huh. But I also I agree with that. Yeah. Um, but the idea that they still will have to go through what they their their own personal experiences their own journey their yeah. own life yeah and that's what we're doing that's what we're doing and that's as you said what shapes us and makes you the dynamic individual that you are oh thank you you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> you are about to go back you're going to go back what saturday I fly on Saturday. Yeah. I'm flying on Saturday because I need an acclimation day. Yes. Um, I refuse to ride on an airplane and not give myself 24 hours to de-swell. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think yes. that's necessary. Yes, because six hour, a six-hour flight, just because we're in the U.S. doesn't mean anything. A six-hour flight to France. If I get an right. acclimation day six hours, there, six hours, six hours boo. Oh, okay, absolutely. so the time difference is different. But otherwise, I am going to uh, leave on Saturday I'll I'll join the company in the hotel uh-huh. on on Sunday, but we don't perform until Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I have a rehearsal with just um, the associate artistic director, and Tuesday. we are going on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and we're going to go at it. But in betwixt in between, mm-hmm. I will be sharing my gifts of dance with young people Absolutely. because that's also what I do. Absolutely, for context. For context, it's Monday. So she has a couple more days. And also, by the time we yes. air this episode, she will have been back. Yes. Slaying it on stage. Kicking, splitting, <clears throat> and potabureying. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. With feeling. <laughs> and a smile. And a, a, at least one smile. Maybe a tear and a smile, but maybe a That's joyful, grateful journey. tear because I'm back again. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So in, in anticipation of going back, how are you feeling now? Um, I'm excited. Mm. 
to remind myself that I'm capable. Mm -hmm. I'm really happy for where this return is falling because I have two weeks and then I come back for a week. Mm -hmm. So whatever I may need, I can regain. And um, I can take these experiences that I've had. um, I've become a little more patient. I've opened my heart differently to different people. I've had some other experiences that I'm really happy about. So if I can take that person on the road, Mm -hmm. I don't have to check the boxes that I used to check. Right. And I'm very interested in putting myself at the absolute top of my list Mm -hmm. before anyone anyone else. else. Yeah. And that is not really my jam. No. No, no, no. I'm usually six or seven. You know, on a list of five. Right. You know? Are <laughs> right. you okay? Are you okay? How can I help you? Are you okay? Right. Oh, now yeah. help time. <clears throat> yeah. No, this is going to... It's going to be different. It is. Yeah. It. I am... It better be different. Yeah. Because it, this is the beginning of a new year, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and it's, again, like, not to, like, kind of keep going over this point too much, but it's been a pleasure, too, to be on the rehab part of that and to watch that happen um, over the last three and change months um, where we could see you struggling and then we could see you start to fly mm-hmm. uh, and something kind of shift. So I'm, I'm excited for you to go back. Thank you. Yeah. You'll miss me. I will miss you. <laughs> I see you so much right I know, now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Another friend said that um, with like this weird face. They're like, when do you go back? And I was like, Saturday. They're like, wait, but our friendship is changed because of my off time yeah and that's amazing yeah I mean I have friends that I talk to at 7 30 in the morning oh I don't even let my mom call me that early no I'm like 9 a.m lady 901 the phone rings it's my mother hope Uh I am honored because we talked at like 702 the other day I know (laughs) just because you said you were up at five and I was like okay I'll call you and I was up because I get up at 5 30 yeah that's good yeah I'm productive in the morning uh, is there anything else you want to share with us? Um, <clears throat> honestly, the the person, the woman that is sitting across from me has been uh, so wonderful and s- singularly um, a, like a new love. I believe in love at first sight because I have created new friends so quickly. And that's how I feel about you. I feel that you are designed to help people. I feel you're designed to take someone to the next level in not just um, truth, because you're very truthful, but there's a love and positivity that comes with it. And I know that as a person who's constantly working and we go to a therapist to take the pain away, right. you have to put our pain someplace. Right. And then you have to shift it in between your life and your pain. Mm. And I've never felt uncomfortable. I've never felt like you weren't open enough for me. And if anyone who's listening needs to make an appointment, <laughs> I would suggest <laughs> it. Feed in your line now where you where they can find you because... It's really been wonderful. Thanks, Hope. Well, I um, 
That's all I have to say about I, that. I appreciate <laughs> it. I mean, it, honestly, it's been, you know, I think it's been very special for me as well because I think for all that I put out, you you match that, hmm. um, which is very rewarding for me um, because we're able to go places together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every um, hurdle that has been put in our path, we've been able to talk about yeah. it together. And I, I appreciate your And real life. Honesty. Yeah. Real life stuff not just Correct. pretend which has been really yeah. fun um what did i want to say prophylactically prophylactically <laughs> hope got me back into ballet for the first time in two oh, years last yes. week and she was like you still got your port abroad i was like oh that's one thing <laughs> yeah but that's really important yeah because um a woman that i've studied with says that that's what will uh betray your lack of technique Correct. or your, your your ability Correct. So, so there you go there you have it my um friend. All right. You're awesome. You're awesome. There's one more thing I want to say. Ask. Is there, any, is there anywhere that people can find you? I know there is, but do you want to share? It's everywhere. I know. But. Well, <laughs> um, so I am on all of the socials. Mm. On Facebook, it's uh, Hope Boykin or Hope Boykin Dance. It's HB Dance on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> I have a podcast called Hopeful Moments, three words. And then there's always HopeWeCanDance.com. Yes. Good. Go get your fill. All the places. Go get your (laughs) fill. (laughs) And if you can catch her because she moves fast, good luck to you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you, lady. Thank you for everything. I appreciate you, too. On behalf of Ellie and myself, I, Marissa Schaefer, want to say thank you to all of our listeners for joining us on this episode of DanceWell Podcast. Like what you hear? Go to Stitcher, iTunes, or SoundCloud and search DanceWell Podcast and subscribe. You can also view all of our episodes and learn more about this podcast by visiting our website at www.dancewellpodcast.com. We wouldn't be where we are without generous contributions from our listeners. Your contributions help pay for our SoundCloud membership, website fees, upgrades, and our recording technology. If you too would like to make a contribution to DanceWell, please follow the link in the description of this podcast to visit our GoFundMe page. We thank you in advance for your support. And lastly, if you have questions or want to get in touch, email us at dancewellpodcast at gmail.com. Bye.